episode of the captain's log live right now except i spelled it mm-hmm. with the p and the t switched so it ended up saying cat pains the cat pains log and that that was the typo cat that i just pains. made so welcome to the cat pains log <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about those cats, unless it's a cat causing pain to a log, like scratching at it. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. These logs feel. In the next Pixar film, do logs feel? Logs feel, yeah. That is something they would do, like some like tree people, like... Sick thing like what happens when a tr- tree the, falls and no one's around to hear it type of thing yeah it's a very tired joke pixar is going to make a movie about a sentient anything but what if this could feel you know there's nothing else to fill in that blank with it's got to be them hey sam is in the chat hello sam hi sam yeah sam says uh that she has two thousand whatnots points Good channel points for watching our, co- oh. our content. When you w- watch, oh, things. this is a Twitch thing. Yeah, yeah. when when you watch t- Twitch, I thought you were just making it up. Points for that, and I, I, there's like some rewards you can get. I haven't really looked into all of that much, uh, but I, I, I think you can like, uh, you can spend points on having your message highlighted in chat. Okay. Or like unlocking certain e- e- emotes and stuff like that. So good, good fun stuff. There you go. There you go. Indeed, Melissa, how are you? What are you yeah. up to? It's the weekend. How are you feeling? I'm okay. I, I I feel like my hair doesn't look very good, and I put on this lipstick, and then I went into a separate room, and I'm like, it looks bad in this lighting. It looked fine in the bathroom. It looks fine. I think it looks good. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have I have very high standards. I get big finger quotes dressed up. You know, the two times a week sure. yeah. I come over here and record. You know, I I, I want to look th- magazine cover ready, and instead I'm like, you know, the little contributor photo that's like uh one centimeter high (laughs) hidden in like the masthead somewhere only that good (laughs) i don't know um man i i I, uh my week has been interesting it's felt busy i felt like i was forgetting something the entire week oh no did you leave kevin at home who's kevin that's who i forgot I forgot who Kevin was. <laughs> no, um, yeah, like I, I, I just felt like I was forgetting something that mm. wasn't the case. Like I'm, I did all the things that I needed to do, but I just, I was just like it was one of those weeks where it's like there's something else. Wonder what that is, but mm. we will never find out do all that stuff so <laughs> never find out so far yeah so far right it would be like next week i'll wake up at like 2 a.m and be like that was it that was the thing <laughs> <laughs> that's why my house has been slowly burning down God. it was the stove right i've left the oven on this whole time 
Uh, Melissa, we finally have oh. a title for Spider-Man 3, Homecoming 3. The, this is the highlight of the whole week. This I wanted to week. tell my parents, but I didn't know how to communicate this news to them, and I knew they wouldn't care. But they asked me how I am, and I'm like, I'm, I'm no way home. There's no way home. That's how I am. No, well, you can just drive <laughs> down. The, you, you, you have a car, right? Like, you can... <laughs> Like, no, mom, you don't understand. There's no way home. It's no way home. <laughs> it's It's been good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for all of that. Uh, what do you think of the, the, the new Spider-Man 3 title? Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm excited. I'm surprised that they have a title that I haven't heard anybody theorize. So good for them. Yeah, yeah, that that was one that I, I I I don't think I heard. It sounds familiar, but I yeah, I, yeah it's one. It that, makes sense. That, That's a phrase you've yeah. heard. But uh, uh, my bet was that it was going to be home invasion because we we mm. got all these like casting announcements and rumors of all these different actors from previous Spider-Man films and stuff that were uh coming in to this movie and so i was thinking like oh they're they're invading the mcu they're invading his home it's gonna be home invasion yeah which that worked out wonderfully but i think mm-hmm. it's switched now i think he's gonna be trapped in another dimension or like dimension <laughs> hopping or th- trying to get home or they're trapped here. You know, anybody could be trapped anywhere. There's just Alfred Molina wandering around, you know, Earth 199999. Yeah, but I. For the rest of time. I feel like the title refers to him, like refers to Spider Man Peter but... Parker and what he's going through, not what Alfred Molina is going through. I would love that, though. Just a whole movie about <laughs> Dr. Octopus in the wrong universe. That would be great. <laughs> Started Peter centric, but it's just slowly shifted. The entire epilogue is him. Yeah. <laughs> the credits. It's just his face. It will be good indeed. Uh, we, we they, there's also been a lot of news in like the video game world the past like week or or, or so. Like there's been a lot, mm. lot of stuff. Um, wow. So yeah, it, it felt like this week has been very busy indeed. But uh, oh man, I all I did was I made a cake and uh, a Spider Man. So that's you it. You made a Spider Man. <laughs> no, I made a cake, and Spider Man was also around in oh, my okay. heart and mind. Okay, I gotcha. You were just like, I made a cake, and there's this whole thing about Spider Man. I, I thought like, yeah, I semicolon. made a cake and Spider Man. <laughs> 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 Like, wow, Melissa, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I, I, I just I just made him. Yeah. Just willed him <laughs> into existence. Him out of, like, where is he hiding? Yeah, I, just I, I, I don't see him on, on camera there, you know. <laughs> he's uh, he's in bed. He's curled up into the corner. He's very sleepy. He's a tired boy. He is. He is a very sleepy boy, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Captain's Log number 132. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. 
who has made Spider-Man. Yep. <laughs> I'd like to make him a cake. You know, I'd like to make any of them a cake. Thanks for doing you. What, what would you what would your <laughs> cake to Spider-Man say? Like, thanks for what? Or congratulations oh. on this. Man, I feel like Andrew Garfield needs a sorry about Gwen cake a lot. I, I feel like if you gave him that, he would just immediately start cr- crying. Just like immediately I think he just like brewed. the, the, the Toby Maguire. Like he, he would turn into t- Toby Maguire <sighs> in that one scene where he's just like, Uncle Ben. <laughs> Right, like that. That's that's what. Would yeah, do you give Toby there. a sorry about Uncle Ben cake? You know, give Tom a, a sorry about Tony cake. I've never <laughs> made a sympathy cake before. I've only made them for birthday. Uh, they, you know, they all celebrate birthdays too. The funny thing is, you could g- give him a sorry about Tony c- c- cake at any p- point when he met him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apologies for Tony. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's great (laughs) uh a couple years ago me and some friends were doing a lost rewatch like every week we'd go to my friend's basement theater and we'd watch like two or three episodes of lost and i think it was the night of the series finale I went to the grocery store. I could have made a cake from scratch, but I specifically wanted the look of a grocery store cake mm-hmm. with like the flowers around the border. I, you know, I wanted like the sheet cake. I wanted that specifically. I went to Schnucks. I'm like, I'd like a cake, please. I'd like you to ice a message on it. And they're like, sure. What do you want on the cake? And I said, please write. They took my son. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. That's good. I, I, it was, or it might have been the season one finale, finale or the season two premiere. I don't know. But at some point, like once we got to that moment and lost, I'm like, I need to bring in a cake that says they took my son. <laughs> and then there weren't that many people at this lost rewatch party. So most of the cake was still there. And like they ate from the borders in. So the message is completely intact. And then they took the rest of that cake into my office. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what makes that entire story i'm just like that i took the rest of it into my office and they had no idea what it meant they took my son right i think i was i think i was still pretty new to that department i had to explain uh it was not literal i do not have a son he has not been taken uh it's this from is not a show a cry for help no it's just it's just a funny cake uh that you were seeing the aftermath of please enjoy <laughs> So what kind of cake did you make this week? Oh, I made a uh, a blueberry lemon cream cheese frosting cake for my mom's birthday. She's 65, which is a big year because that puts her in a higher vaccine bracket. So Ooh, there you go. Here's hoping. Moving up in the world there. Exactly right. Like several weeks ago, Missouri announced, hey, we're going to start moving into this next phase. You know, people above 65. And I was so upset for a second because my dad is like 67, 66. And my mom was still 64. And I'm like, no, they have to get it together. You know, they're my parents. They have to be equal. They have to be the same. And then I realized like, okay, 
you know, by the time they'll eventually get it, mom will be 65. Her birthday's not that far away. There's still no news of when they'll get it. I yeah. do I wish I had somebody to write a polite letter to or do something. I just have to sit around and wait until I guess their doctor mails them. I don't know how it happens. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Go. That's what I need to do. Like bake a cake or some brownies or something. I've been craving it. Baking's good. It's exciting to eat a dessert you made yourself. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't say I'm much of a baker. I I haven't done it much, but I, I you know, I've gotten the, like, mm-hmm. store-bought c- c- cakes and started, like, cake mi- mixes and stuff like that. That's not all that b- 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 bad. But nothing fancy. And it's mm-hmm. it's been your, 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 your standard chocolate. That was it. Not very adventurous on my cake. There's a whole world skills. out there. Yeah, there is. We, we, we've done the like double layer thing where you ice the top of that bottom one and then put the se- se- second one yeah. on top and then ice the, the whole thing. We've done that stuff, but not not like a multi-layer this one looks like uh this thing it's an xbox controller no it's a cake oh my god (laughs) how did they do that yeah i've i've never made a shaped cake i've always made circle multi-layer circle uh once they did a rectangle i think yeah i don't that's that's so far ahead i gotta master like buttercream flowers before i get to making it shaped like something You'll get there like like spider-man You'll get there, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> first cake next stop spider-man <laughs> himself <Yeah. laughs> good stuff uh melissa speaking of marvel and the mcu and all of that stuff you and i just recorded our reactions to wandavision mm-hmm. one through seven uh, however, yeah. number eight just came out today. I've watched it. It was incredible. Th- right. Uh, I almost texted you like, can we also fit in another one? I know we said we were going to do that one at the end of like, here's our, you know, sitcom pastiche block of episodes. Then we're going to do another one at the end. I wanted to fit one in today, but I'm like, no, you have to work late. Like you need to have time to eat. <laughs> yeah. You can't podcast I, like, all night. I, I'm I'm kicking myself that we didn't think of it before to just like why aren't we doing reactor core <laughs> episodes on all of these um because we were yeah because there's so much to talk log, about and we were like this isn't the place yeah. for that we'll, we'll save it for the end we, we didn't know what to expect we were still feeling it out and there's been so much in every episode so many new questions every time mm-hmm. and i hope i Falcon and the Winter Soldier seems like less of a mystery at its core. I believe you could categorize WandaVision in the mystery genre. Sure, yeah. So hopefully that's that's just as rich and just as you know exciting to talk about week to week. Yeah. You know, per episode and not just at the end, like pretty good action adventure story. Thanks, boys. Right, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thank you for your service. Um yeah, like it I I'm glad we did record that because, yeah, I'm super stoked to talk about it more uh, once the show finishes up. Uh, So for those of you guys who don't know, uh, we do multiple podcasts here. I'm not I'm not going to do our whole house house thing (laughs) now, but uh, one of those is the reactor core 
that is one that we do periodically. Um, and it just yeah. when when like a new movie blockbuster comes out or something like WandaVision comes out that we just want to talk about. Um, but we ha- we have one through seven already up there. It's all it's just one big thing. Um, but we will do a part two. Uh, when the show finishes up and then we are go, 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 going to do shorter, smaller ones each week for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. And I imagine we'll do the same thing for Loki this summer. Yeah. So, which is something else that we got this this uh I, I forget what they said the date was. I think it was like yeah, June that comes 11th. Out June 11th. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a little bit of a break between Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. Um, that'll be good. good. Yeah. Right yeah. Right yeah. June 11th on Disney Plus. There we go. Cool. Um, oh, t- did did you see the so in their tweet and in the trailer when they announced the or not trailer but the 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 like announcement video they did of the new Spider Man movie title they said only in theaters this winter no what they said was only in movie theaters a phrase that means basically the same thing but i've never heard anybody say that Uh, yeah like they're telling us no they're not gonna rig up a projector in your local art black box where they do a long day's journey into night you can't see spider-man there weird semantics but uh, yeah, then 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 then, then everyone w- w- online was making the joke. The the name is Spider Man. Can't watch it at at home <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was good. I'm 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 excited for all the Marvel stuff. However, what about Luca, the the new Pixar film? Did, yeah. Did, did did you get to watch the trailer on that one? <laughs> I watched the trailer. I'm already stressed out. How so? I I did Pixar and adi- these are their their reputations. Uh, they they're gonna anthropomorphize things you did not believe to be sentient, sure. and it's going to be sad. Like oh, yeah. I'm stealing myself already for what a tense, heart wrenching time this is going to be. That's fair. I, well. This one, I think, has the opportunity to be like heartwarming in not a sad way, but a, a like like it will still make you cry, but like happy tears. I think because I I think when when they first announced it, like they announced it with next to n- like no information on like two boys having an, adv- an adventure, their pals. Yeah, that's not uncommon for them, right? But then that, that that like we immediately speculated of like what if this is like a gay allegory thing like that is the <laughs> metaphor for That's, this whole thing. That was that was your idea, and I said that certainly is a possibility. But all it says is there's an important relationship. I'm like, the, we don't even know if both of these characters are human. One of them could be a dog or, or, or an that old man that, that not. or his dad from the past traveled to the future. We don't know. They are indeed not human. According to this trailer, uh, they are something, maybe some kind of mer people, mermen. Yeah. 
Yeah, shockingly, they don't just turn into mermen when they are in the water. They turn when into they mermen when water gets on yeah. them. Like if they're just gently splashed, you know, if somebody spills a glass of water at the table, you're a merman on the parts where the water touched you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it seems to be some kind of story of them trying to hide who they really are, right? Or, or at, mm-hmm. at, at, at least from the trailer, that seems to be the initial problem of, of like, we can't let mm-hmm. them know that we're actually mermen or whatever we are. We're creatures from the Black Lagoon, you know? Like, but I, I think it has the opportunity to be more of a heartwarming story of them coming mm-hmm. to terms with that and coming out basically right and like being yeah. accepted and accepting who you are which might not be a sad story right yeah so who knows <laughs> we'll see these trailers always showed uh so little that i never want to speculate on what i think it's going to be I, you know i believe what you're saying is certainly a possibility that'd be a great story i'd like to see but, you know, I always place full bets on it will be sad. <laughs> and, you know, I'll watch it. I've seen all of them, you know. Excuse me, sir. 20 bucks <laughs> like, on sad. <laughs> <laughs> but like Coco, for as good as it is, I'm not going to casually throw on Coco on like a cozy afternoon the way I'm going to throw on like uh, Monsters, Inc. Sure. A movie that's only sad for like four minutes, if that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Makes sense indeed. In more movie news, Paddington Three is officially in development. Good on them. Good to hear. It's I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ex <laughs> like I. To me, I feel like this. Like the reaction I have to Paddington Three being in development is the reaction you have to Pixar. I'm I'm like. To 20 bucks on happy <laughs> right like <laughs> yeah right paddington paddington not that I'd, i was gonna say paddington is a face i can trust not that i don't trust pixar i trust that lamp fine <laughs> it's just it's, it's just pixar will make me art that movie. i will either want to watch uh only twice or 20 times paddington uh i i thoroughly believe that is going to be the salve that the world needs be delightful. I'm sorry that the world needs a salve but Paddington here to help. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be good. I'm excited for that one. Um, there you go. Yeah, this has been big week for movie news, video game news, all of that stuff. It's been good. I've 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 enjoyed all of the the news. It's nice to have news. Do I remember those weeks when we didn't have news? I mean. That's that's the thing. Like, like as much as we talk about pop culture stuff on here, I also want to sprinkle in just like random stories and stuff like that of just like, oh, there was this one time at camp. Actually, actually, speaking of camp, I do have a camp story. Oh, boy. Stuff like that. Do do you watch Bob's Burgers? I have seen a large portion of it, but it's never been a show I've consistently sat down and watched. I don't think I've seen one entire season beginning to end. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I'm watching through it with my girlfriend because it's one of her favorites. 
and we got to one. I think we're on season eight or something now. I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly. Uh, but they, there's an episode in there where they play this g- game called Gaga. And, yeah, it's a strange name. And they are in this, like, octagonal pen. It's, like, short wooden walls. Uh, and okay. in, in the show, they only come up to, like, their waist. Uh, but then you take, like, a volleyball or something, and you have to, like, hit the ball against the wall, uh, and you get out if the ball hits you waist or be below. Uh, and you mm-hmm. cannot touch the ball again until it's touched someone else or the wall. Uh, so you have to like bounce it off the wall or stuff like that, but you can't, you can't pick it up. You have to like hit the, the ball and, and stuff like that. We were just casually watching that and then they start playing Gaga, and they have this whole like school craze of like, oh, the the this hot new game, Gaga, and I was like, <laughs> holy shit, I've played that g- g- game. I know what Gaga <laughs> is. <laughs> I I have legitimately played it, and I fucking love it. It is great. Um, so at my old church's camp, or at one of them. Uh, the same one we did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing that I told oh, you dear. about a long yes. time ago. Uh, apparently, it used to be like an old like Jewish summer camp or or, or yeah. something like that. Uh, which, from what I understand, Gaga is a Jewish game. I'm not sure exactly oh. how true that is, um, but yeah, like that is. The game, it's basically dodgeball, but played inside this octagon, uh, and you, you you can't, like, pick up the ball or th- throw it. You have to hit the ball against the wall or something mm-hmm. like that. And we played it. The walls were maybe up to my, ch- my, my, ch- my chest, so they were much taller. Um, you could, like, j- jump off of the walls. It was big enough to hold maybe like 25 or 30 people in in them um and kids would eventually start like wrapping their fists and their knuckles up in bandanas and stuff because they would hit with a fist and it would scrape against the ground and stuff like that or we would buy like special we'd buy special gloves and stuff that had like hard knuckles and and stuff like that that you can get at like a a sporting goods store for like motorcycle riding and stuff like that yeah yeah and it just like it blew my mind because I like I knew about the game from camp never heard a word of it before or after like sent like i just like that was a thing that was at that one camp and then <laughs> here it is in bob's burgers it was wild i was just like no way <laughs> this thing is real <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it's it's traveled like folklore like jingle bells batman smells right, yeah or heads up seven up right yeah yeah so that that was 
fascinating. I'm just like, no way. Blew my mind. Blew my mind, indeed. Um, I, I had a, a truly boggling experience today. Okay. I'm listening to Spotify, one of those random daily mixes they give you where they pick like the three artists you like and branch out and out and out to where, you know, you'll find a song where like, I don't remotely understand the connectivity <laughs> that gets us back to the band that I do like, but okay, I'll give it a shot. Sure. And it played the song that I've only heard once in my life. And I have not heard since then. I've only heard it play in the movie theater radio station of the St. Clair cinema in spring 2007. When I was what? waiting to see Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters. What the fuck? Why is that so specific? I, I don't. <laughs> the song is called Sweep the Leg. The band is called uh, Jeepers. I took a screenshot of it. And it's a song about the Karate Kid. Uh, the band is named No More Kings. No More Kings. Sinister. Uh, yeah, that's what. Yeah, Sam, so this is a song about the Karate Sam Kid. Says Sam says she was also there. So you're you're jogging yes. her memory. We went for Sam's birthday. <laughs> Sam's birthday. <laughs> Sam remembered. Great. <laughs> yeah, for her birthday, we made her stepdad drive us to go see Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters. Great. A movie nobody saw in theaters. Maybe it was only. The I didn't see. See it in theaters, but I have seen that movie. <laughs> yeah, I I have a lot of fond memories of movie theater radio, whatever that in theater music channel was that they'd play. You do you remember? Okay, that's what you before mean, they I, had I, little videos playing. Hmm? When when you say movie theater radio, in my mind, I don't know what that means exactly. So I was picturing like an actual local radio station that was like hosted by the movie theater. Like the whole thing was, no. was just like, doesn't this one remind you of James Bond? Boom, you know, next song. Or, <laughs> but I I didn't know what what you meant by that. But I do you I guess remember now just, just like. The songs they have on the like ambient music they have on in the background. No, but it had an announcer too. There'd be like a smooth voice guy who would Welcome back uh, to movie like introduce the songs. Kyle Springer, you've been. Uh, no, that's too like NPR. <laughs> this is more like. I don't know. It's it's smoother. It's, hey it's, there, no, no, it's less smooth than that. That's <laughs> no, it's in between those two things. <laughs> Uh, and it was uh, like, I say radio, I'm sure you could not tune into this. I don't know if they streamed it from somewhere. It existed purely in movie theaters because before there were little videos playing on the screen while you're waiting for your movie to start, you know, they'd show commercials and things like that. Like Maria Menounos. Would, it would just be exactly before the days of Maria Menounos and commercials for Tracy's karate. It was... Just still images like it was a lot of like those trivia cards where yeah. it would just be a multiple choice thing. And then like the, it's just that. like a slideshow. And then the next slide is what the answer is. You would look at that and you would listen to medium smooth guy say like, and coming up next, we have the bare naked ladies song. Christmas is going to the dogs from the new film. Ron Howard's how did Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. 
Uh, enjoy your time here at AMC West Olive. Don't forget to buy some Skittles. That's the name of this episode. Medium smooth guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is great. I, I can hear his voice so clearly in my head. I, but uh, the, I... I can't replicate it. Uh, later, I am going to look up movie theater radio to find if anybody has a recording of this or the story about it. Because mm-hmm. this entity just died, so, you know, since they were able to start putting videos, full length videos up there. Yeah. And I honestly miss it. You know, no offense to Maria Menunos and all the car commercials and Tracy's karate. There was a period in time when I don't think I... I might have only seen this at the Regal movie theater at the Mills Mall, but like in the slide of like videos, and there were still a couple still images mixed in there that preceded the movie. There was like a PSA from the like the FAA saying, hey, don't point a laser pointer at a plane. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah, blind the pilot. Before. Don't yeah. do that. Like, it's a good idea. Certainly do not do that. But the fact that they're like, we need to tell kids in movie theaters about this. Because I don't remember seeing that PSA in another place. It wasn't on a billboard. You know, it wasn't on the side of a the other side of the map in the mall. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like in a magazine or on TV. Purely before uh, movies, you know, you're going to go see... Uh, the X-Files movie from 2007, <laughs> you know, the one with Billy Connolly in it. And it's like, kids, don't point laser pointers at a plane. Yeah, that's funny that they, that they would even have Do to you like, remember the- mention that. In, in this avenue specifically and in no other avenues. Do you remember the first time you saw a laser pointer? Has to be in elementary school sometime. My dad just brought one home one day when I was eight and he didn't explain to what it, he didn't explain to us what it was. We didn't know what it was. Mm. We just see like a light on the wall and we turn around and be like, dad, what was that? And he's like putting something in his pocket and he's like, I don't know kids. And then like, he did that to us for an entire day. Just like, I don't know kids. He just snuck the light around for a whole day. And at the end of the day, he's like, okay, kids, look at this cool thing. It's it's late. It looked like the, the X-Men, the, um, the 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 men in black neuralizer sure, yeah 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 just this little baton and it had all these caps you could screw onto it to where you can make the light like different shapes and patterns he took us outside and he pointed it at a house like four blocks away and we could see it on the side of the house wow. it was magic it was the first time in my life when i encountered like the real magic and like minute you know, i remember compared it to men in black i did that at the time that was my favorite movie at eight years old sure. I'm like this is men in black technology my dad's one of them <laughs> good stuff man uh I, I i had something that i was gonna ask you based off of that but i completely forget because you also made me think of like strange advertisements and stuff like some of the stuff you would yeah. see in movie theaters and there's something I want to there's something and someone that I want to introduce you to. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is let's see here. I'm going to start if I do a virtual cam and then go into 
Melissa, I'm 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 gonna change my camera in Skype so that you will see okay the stream, basically. Okay. Um, let's see here. Where is audio and video? Audio, no, uh, video. We want. Where's this OBS virtual cam? Bam. Okay. Now you should see uh, 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 us there, yes. right? Okay. Um, so I want to show you. Count Dante, the deadliest man alive. Melissa, this was a project that I made in college. It was a booklet that I made. I don't remember exactly what the prompt was exactly. Um, I I, I think it might have just been like, hey, find an interesting person and like do a project on (laughs) them or something. Yeah. I ended up finding this guy because I was going through, oh, you know what? It may have been for like a project on advertisements or something. I don't know. Uh, but so I was looking through old comic book advertisements because I I tried to do a lot of my school per, per projects about comics in some way so that i could get Mm. away with writing comics as research yeah um and so i wanted to do one on like really really old comic book advertisements and there was one that like the sea monkeys and the x-ray glasses yes exactly Exactly. And there's one that I always remembered from when I was a, ki- a kid about this guy, Count da- 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 Count Dante, and how you could sign up for his dojo and you could learn Dimmock, <laughs> which means the death touch. And it seems completely oh, classic. ridiculous. classic. Gotta have a death right? touch. It seems completely Teach the teens the death touch. It seems completely ridiculous. And so this was kind of the picture that you saw of him in, in there. And I digitized it and stuff like that. I think these are some of the uh, giraffes that I made on this thing. Because this is obviously a terrible <laughs> cover. <laughs> I don't remember exactly how it all fit together and stuff like that, but I promise you it looked amazing. It was sweet. Um, Okay. So I found some like news articles on him and some pictures and stuff. So I made this whole like booklet on on him. So here he is in his dojo and stuff like that. I won't read the... The full uh, article, but let's see if I can zoom in on these bullet points here, because this guy was yes. wild. I'm seeing kept a pet lion at his dojo at his place of work. Yes. So he let's see. Can I can I make this a little bigger? also sold used cars? Yes. So so happy. He was a <laughs> that's part of the pack. A renowned martial artist in the U.S. during the 60s. He's said to have competed in multiple death matches in the Far East and won. Because, of course, mm. if you compete in a death match, you like you are alive or you are not. 
He founded the Black Dragon Fighting Society and developed a street-effective sure. fighting style that he called Dim Mock, which means the death touch. Uh, street effective effective against a street against an, an, an entire street yeah um he <laughs> owned one of the few dojos at the time who accepted minority students he kept a pet Good. lion at his dojo he served as a marine and soldier in the army he fought in both vietnam and korea he claims to have killed about 50 people almost half during his t time in the armed forces the uh, 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 other half in fights uh in the streets death matches etc his social et circles included known mafia members playboy bunnies and martial artists he sold used cars, i hope they all hung out together right he challenged muhammad ali to a fight he claimed to have trained Shay Guevara and Fidel Castro. In 19. Was not aware they knew martial arts. Well, apparently he trained them, or he claims he did. Uh, in 1970, he led a number of students into a rival dojo, resulting in the death of, of his best friend. He helped mastermind the 1974 <laughs> Chicago Perliter Vault robbery and passed the lie detector test when he was arrested and questioned. Uh, he died one sure. year later in his sleep at the age of 36 due to a bleeding ulcer. I need to... So he led a number of students into a rival dojo... Is his best friend one of his students? How did his best friend die? What <laughs> what do they do when they find... so they go there and they just have a death match, I guess? Just death matches were happening all over the place. Like there was no other form of match. It was death only. You couldn't just fight for like 50 bucks. I have no idea. Um let's see, let's see. It says anything here in the future is looking good. Full content and blah, 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 blah. After the death of Jim Konsevic in 1970. Okay, that's that. So maybe it was before then? I don't know here. Let's see if it's up here. Um, oh, I guess that's more about the robbery. I, I, I don't know. Where's the heist movie featuring this man? I know, right? So this was, uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. I, so the uh, article that I'm looking at, I don't remember where it came from exactly, but it's by a guy named Floyd Webb, and it's entitled... Uh, or Who Fly Odd Webb, as you have written here. Oh, well, uh, or, uh, <laughs> and, and it's entitled, Who Did Crime Pay? And it's all about this this 1974 Perliter Vault robbery mm. in Chicago. If I'm not mistaken, it was like one of the largest heists in the United States at the times, if not like the Ooh. largest. Uh, $1.2 million was never recovered. 
is, is what this, this thing says. I don't see. Almost exactly 32 years ago, on October 20th, 1974, firefighters answered an alarm triggered by a fire in the vault at the Perliter Armored Car Company. An audit showed 4.3 million of the vault's 25 million was missing. Then, let's see. The perps captured and connected to the heist were Chicago outfit members uh pascal charles marzano william marzano peter goshi crooked uh commodities broker luigi difonzo james manatis i believe and ralph marrera i don't know but yeah he was uh somehow involved let's see if we can find out what his involvement was blah 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 blah. so this man would advertise in the back of comic books for you to go to his dojo with the lion uh and and learn the death touch right yeah and all these comic books were like cool Death touch, go for it. Yeah, back of Superman. Superman who are <laughs> right because I mean, the they, man they, attempting to be peaceful. Learn a they, death they, touch. They probably didn't really vet this guy. It was just like we're selling ad space. Whoever wants to sell ad space, <laughs> you know, you this guy's this. got and lion money. Yeah, this this guy just like completely was like, hey, I'm I'm gonna. Take out advertisements because that'll get new kids in the dojo and stuff like that. And then he can train them to defend themselves and stuff like that. So where, where is this film? That's what I would. I don't know. I think they were at one point working on a film. I kind of vaguely remember that from when I was looking at all of that stuff. Um, but. Yeah. Just like th- this was an advertisement that I remember from when I was like looking at my dad's old comics and stuff like that. Right. Where it was just like, here's this weird thing for the Black Dragon Society dojo. And I just like was amazed at like the gold mine I found of, of just like this guy is fascinating. That is exciting. It's good to like Google something you're curious about and then find that fivefold it is more fascinating than you could have predicted. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I I had to tell you about that because I was just like, oh man. Like that 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 reminded me of all those like strange advertisements you'd see in a movie theater that were like yeah. some local businesses you've never even seen before, and it was just like, yes. do, do, do they even exist? Like, is this just like a fake? Trace's karate is real. <laughs> see, I'm not familiar with that one because that must have been a local. It's one a local for, one. I don't yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. there's a Tracy's karate everywhere. I think just I mean, there's multiple Tracy's who may all know karate. Yeah. But like, I don't expect that you have it. It's not a chain. It might be two places. <laughs> Crazy stuff. 
uh, <laughs> Sam put this in the chat a while back, and I skipped over it. Uh, but yes, there was also a bunch of Pokemon news today. Ah. Uh, there, they announced uh, a, a couple remakes. Um, I I forget which ones off the top of my head. It was I think it was Pearl. Like I think it was Diamond and Pearl. They announced like remakes of of that. Um, and then they announced a, an open world Pokemon game an open world rpg and i am stoked they didn't show much we don't know exactly how it'll play like but that just like this is the pokemon game that i wanted since i was a kid like what what i imagined those games to be when i was playing them on my game like i always wanted like a full-on open world rpg i could go anywhere there you know all the pokemon are just walking around and there and you can go up to them and capture them or fight them or you know all sorts of stuff uh and we've never so, really gotten that <laughs> until maybe this like, what i would love to do is just go into a mall in saffron city uh and just be there po i don't even want to go on pokemon adventures i just want to go to like the everyday mundane things that the Pokemon citizens do. See, I I feel like Melissa, if you were a character in the Pokemon universe, I think it would be a like Nurse Joy situation where it doesn't matter what mall you go to. Melissa is always the like information lady there that has like we have a directory. You can go to this shop. You can go to this shop, and you you work at like all of the all of the all of the stores and stuff like that. There, I'm in every. I want to be in every department store. Behind every corner, there's me. Do you want to try on a blouse, ma'am? <laughs> what? I was just... You were... How did you get... What? <laughs> yeah. That, that's who I imagine you would be. I oh, love that. World. Thank you. I do, do you have an image for yourself? Uh... I, I, I feel like if in, like, your standard Pokemon game... It would be because uh, you like when you go up to battle someone, it will oft often say their name, but will have some kind of descriptor bef before the, the, their name. Love so, short pants. Yeah. <laughs> what well, like a, a d descriptor like Fisherman John wants to ch ch challenge you. Yes. Right. So I, I think mine short would, pants Joey. Would, would have to be <laughs> cyberpunk Kyle. Right, uh, just like <laughs> cyberpunk Kyle challenges you to a battle. You've got every version of a Porygon. Um, <laughs> though though uh, I, I I am a fire starter for life. I always pick fire. <laughs> Wicked fire starter. Fire starter for life. <laughs> Do you have? Uh, I imagine that you still don't have a car, but you have a Pokemon that can serve as a car. Like you just get on the back of your Arcanine, and he takes sure. you to the store. Yeah. yeah. That 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 would be me, um, yeah. Or something like that. I'm not sure. Sam says, "What is your Porygon Pokemon Z with roster? try attack?" 
What is your Pokemon roster? If you get to pick six, do we have time to pick six? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Okay. I'm. I'm not. I'm just gonna Google Pokemon. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm looking for. Just, just give me okay, them. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I need to give them to me. Write these down. I know I want. Yeah. A Charmander, so I can get him up to a Charizard. Um. Let's see. Where do I want to put? Here we go. Boom. Boom. Let's see. Hmm. I want. Charmander, I want. What, man? I don't even know. Uh, let's see. Gen one Pokemon. Sam says, I don't know what trainer type I'd be, but I have a bunch of bats. Uh, Crobat, Swoobat. Novern Fanala, if that's allowed, get Gale score. I would that just be a bat trainer? Bats are good for Sam. They, they, I mean, that would be like dark type, I would imagine. And then you'd get the like, there's the rock bat and there's the fire bat, right? You know, yeah. Um, rock bat do i still have to pick a starter like regular i don't know i'll pick a starter right no, i mean want. i'm the one who made this up i can tell myself if i have to have a bulbasaur or not yeah that's, uh, i think God, this is hard to do with no preparation i can only name like three pokemon i really want off the top of my head they're poison, psychic, dragon, like my ghost, and ground, respectively. So, yeah, they're they're a bit Ooh. of a mixed bag for the bats. Mixed bats. Mm -mm -mm. It's like I think about Pokemon characters that I love in the show, and like I don't know if I want them. Like I don't think I want my own Psyduck. I just love Misty's Psyduck. Yeah. I couldn't get a Meowth that's better than the Team Rocket Meowth. It's why of my own. That one. Okay, Gen 2. Um, oh, where's all like... Uh... We want... I gotta get to the weird ones that are like ice cream and stuff. <laughs> this is a thrilling podcast. Rubbish. Like The video features is both of us staring at our screens, scrolling down we're, Bulbapedia. We're, we're trying to, to uh, figure out our... our... Pokemon. That's not. That's not uh, bad content. That's good content. The people want to know, Melissa. Okay, so right now I have four of them. I have a Charmander because eventually I would want to get you know get him up to Charizard. I have an Arcanine. I have a Zapdos and a Gengar. Ooh, it's an interesting combo. Mm -hmm. I think I I I I want a good water type. I, I don't. I ain't even thinking about types. I'm just thinking about like ones that are cute. Uh, ones That's I'd fair. like to have live with me as a roommate. <laughs> Snorlax would be be a good one. <laughs> it's like you stay here on the couch and I'll uh we can. <sighs> 
puddle whenever I need to. And he's just going to be like, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't see. I, I'm not super Let me start at the most recent and go backwards. The other Pokemon from like newer gens. Because I, I, I've played a couple of the games. Um, but not much. Played um, Sword and Shield recently, but I couldn't even tell you a name of one of those. I want Pokemon. a sword and I want a shield. Those are types. Those are guys you can have. All right. I found a site with bigger sprites for me to look at. This will be more efficient. I, I, I need two more. Sam, what do you think would be a good fit? for me I need two more i'm i'm thinking maybe a a dark type or like a water type i don't know i always kind of liked alakazam Ooh, alakazam's a cool dude he is Uh, Magnazone and Porygon Z that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Some, like, magnetic electric type would be interesting. I know, I think I might just have to go with the Pikachu. Can't go wrong Classic. with a Pikachu. So my six would be Charmander, Arcanine, Zapdos, Gengar, Alakazam, and Pikachu. And I wouldn't evolve the Pikachu. Raichu is always yeah, good. Yeah, Raichu. I don't think I've met anyone who really likes Raichu. <laughs> Surge, or that's his name, right? He's the third yeah. Well, I've well I've met the, the man. <laughs> I haven't met the man myself, but uh <laughs> <laughs> haven't had the pleasure. <laughs> I don't I don't have them all yet. I might like, I'll give you what I have and then I'll Come think on, about Melissa, it. You gotta and catch them all. And I don't have to. My apartment's not that big. Where am I gonna put them all? In Pokeballs. No, I don't want I don't wanna do that. I want them to live and be free. I don't know. Do you want what I have? I'll, 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 I can't just keep staring at this while we kill time. I'll, I'll come back in several weeks with a finalized, more thoughtful list of Pokemon that would be cool. Melissa's definitive okay. list of Pokemon that would be cool to live with. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask my roommate, which one does she want? Uh, my starter's a Bulbasaur. Big fan of Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur's good. I want a Clefairy. I've always identified with a Clefairy. I got a... That seems a very fitting. here on my desk. Oh, nice. Oh, it's a little this tiny was, um, one. It was a mover piece in Pokemon Monopoly. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Uh, I want a... I want an original uh, version one Porygon because it's the most Vaporwave Pokemon you can sure. get, I think. Pretty Vaporwave. And indeed. I love... And I love Deerling. Deerling, okay. Maybe I could just 
Yeah, it changes with the seasons. It always looks different. It's got cute flowers on its antlers. I remember that. I one. want them for that one. I know. I'm, I'm gonna have to give some serious thought to fill out the other two. Sam wants to know if you've seen Detective Pikachu. I have seen Detective Pikachu. Have I think we covered it on the Reactor Core? Actually, I think is that right? Yes. We? Yes, we did. Yes. I also want a butterfly one, but there's several, and I don't know which butterfly one yet. Bye bye, butterfly. I have to research. I remember that one. Right. Uh, Melissa, next thing that I want to b- bring to your attention is yeah. this weird article from Popular Mechanics uh, that I found Unpopular this mechanics. week here. The USPS mail trucks are apparently getting a new design in the future. Mm. And this is the design that won. Oh, whoops. Here, I have the wrong thing. I need to go back to this thing and do this thing, that thing. There you go. <laughs> this is the design that won. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this. And I feel like it looks like something. I just can't put my finger on what it looks like. Like it looks so almost it lo- like a cartoon character. Absolutely. Right? Where like the windshield it, so is it the looks- eyeball and here's the big old snout. Right? Yeah. If it's animal, human, we don't know. It looks very normal for like the back 80% of it. Yeah. But once you hit the windshield and like the, the front hood of the car, it's like squished. I don't know where they put the engine. Maybe we're making engines, engines smaller these days, but it's like the, the hood is like several feet below where you think it's supposed to be. It's a squished little thing. It's like, it's, it's person, it's lips. So like he's got a little duck bill instead of a mouth. Yeah. They're kind of strange. I like I like this is the the short the strange thing. Like think about like twenty years f- from now, and we're watching yeah. some movie right that's set in the year. Let's say for example twenty twenty four or something. I'm not sure when these are supposed to be. Um, they are expected to be delivering mail by twenty twenty three. So yeah, twenty twenty four. I'll schedule mail for that year. Um, but, but like this is the design that we would see in that m- 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 movie, like twenty years from now, when there's like a period piece set in twenty twenty four. It's like, oh, that was fifteen years ago, and it, they're going to look like that. And I don't know how I feel about it. That's it. Look, you're right. It looks very cartoony. This looks like this was plucked out of like this is from Luca. You know, right? if there it is for like some a reason Pixar. a United States postal truck in this small uh, Italian seaside town. I, I don't get it. And on top of that, the company that is designing it, the contract, or I guess for building them, I'm not sure, is named Oshkosh Defense. 
And I want to know how they went from Oshkosh Bagosh to Oshkosh Defense. That's what I want to know. It's like we're, uh, we're what we're does this word mean? We're expanding our business from ch from children's clothing to defense con tracks with the U.S. G -g 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 government, right? Like, <laughs> how does that even happen? It's not the, the same, but still, in my mind, that's that's I, what's happening. I'm happy that. <laughs> Oshkosh Bagosh is a fairly minor brand because if it was any more prominent, my brain would just be breaking on a much more, <laughs> on a much more frequent level than it already is. Every time I, I come across that name, that's what's happening? My brain has just been in like my mind. seven entire minutes breaking out what Oshkosh Bagosh can possibly mean to anybody and where it came from and if we say it enough times are we summoning something sincerely what up. does it mean what, is Osh. it from a culture uh Osh. is is it a series of is this like a scrabble hand that Osh. was left over i do not know i want to know i felt haunted my whole life and it's like a brand that would go quiet for several years and i'd be like did i make that up is that a word i imagined in a dream uh, let's see. The genuine article, Oshkosh Bagosh, was founded in 1895 in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, as a manufacturer of okay. hickory-striped hickory denim and bib overalls for railroad workers and farmers. It was the brilliant idea of designing a pint-sized version for the children of these of these customers that gave Oshkosh Bagosh uh, its tr tr true meaning and purpose. But what does... Oh, wait. Does it say? No. I was going to say... Where did they get the name Bagosh? It's like B apostrophe gosh. Yeah. Like, my gosh, that's so cute. Look at the little one running around in them overalls. Oshkosh. I suppose, yes. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy to know Oshkosh is the name of a town. Oshkosh, Wisconsin sounds like a cute place to be. I hope it is. Weird. Let's see. The world's best overalls embody the hopes, dreams, and pride of every parent for their kids. More than Aww. just a clothing company, Oshkosh. Kosh Bagosh is an emotional connection between generations. Wow. When know, I know, was know, young, I had a pair of overalls uh, with a pocket on the front that was so big, I could fit an entire blockbuster VHS tape case in it, which might be the most 90s sentence anyone has ever said. Yeah. <laughs> So according to Stack Exchange, which, you know, who knows how reliable that can be. Uh, I think Bagosh is an abbreviated form of saying by gosh or a balderization <laughs> of by God. Oshkosh by God. But, or uh, Bodlerization? Is that the right word? Bodlerization? Without the context, sure. it's difficult to say what was intended by the reference. 
the character might have been invoking the Midwestern wholesomeness or blue-collar patriotism or might have been mocking something or someone as corny or might simply have been making a reference to the company or to Wisconsin. Huh. Well, gosh, we've solved the mystery. But did any of them have a lion? <laughs> no, and they didn't steal like <laughs> $4.3 million. <laughs> Stuff it in your... T- <laughs> Put it on the legs of your overalls. <laughs> Just overalls full of cash. But gosh, they'll never find it in here. <laughs> <laughs> Overall heist coming to theaters 1994. You got to get back there to see it. We're not bringing it now. We're sending it back there. In a world without overalls, one man (laughs) from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. But yeah, I, I, I have no idea what, what, uh, what this truck is supposed to be that that's just it's baffling i get i'd have to see it in person or like i don't know physically built and not just like as a piece would you feel scared maybe (laughs) like what is that thing where's the rest of you where did you go they they squished you (laughs) all squished who's going around squishing cars (laughs) yeah there you go melissa that's all i got Uh this week that's what my week has been wondering who's squishing cars uh (laughs) spider-man titles the new trailer for luca so Mm -hmm. i think it's been a good good week yeah i think so in indeed uh well in that case let's get on to housekeeping for real this time uh if you guys did not know we have multiple podcasts here at you the did Whatnots. it all you I, did this I, look, one I, you it, did that I, part i've said the, the line i'm saying it again but by, by, by gosh i'm saying it again <laughs> if you did not know we have multiple podcasts here at the whatnots uh you guys can find out more information on our website thewhatnots.com as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice just type in the whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there if you like what we do patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month God, I'm still thinking about the gosh. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, we have a $3 tier add on our Patreon for with all kinds of exclusive content for all of our shows. Uh, I think we might be switching it up a bit in the future and just doing like one Patreon show. And it is not specifically attached to any one particular show. And that way, I think we can uh-huh. have something out a little bit more consistently. Uh, and it, sometimes we might talk about video game stuff. Sometimes I might be like, Melissa, 
let's go watch this specific thing of Seinfeld. And then we watch that one and then we come back and talk a about thing it. thing of Seinfeld. Right? Um, yeah, who knows? One what unit it, of it Seinfeld, please. But it will be exclusive. That is what we do know. Uh, big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier, which is Sam. Sam, thank you so much for supporting us. We love you a lot. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Sam. Indeed. Thank you for being the only Patreon supporter who went with me to the movie theater to see Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters. It's only ever going to be you, babe. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, if you like us here on Twitch, you guys can follow us and subscribe here on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash the whatnots. Uh, we stream each Wednesday night, uh, usually around 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, and we are playing some video games that night, and then we are here on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern doing the Captain's Logs. You should Come check us out and say hi and be a part of the conversation. I know Sam would enjoy that very much, who's always with us here yeah. in the chat. So it'll be good. Good stuff with that. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime slash Twitch Prime, uh, you have a free Twitch Prime subscription to give out. Or I guess if you link your Twitch account to your Amazon Prime account. You have a free Prime subscription to give out. We would love that to be us because it does not cost you a thing, but it gives us free money. Uh, so that would help us out mm -hmm. a ton. And then we can make bigger and better shows for you down the road. Last but not least, I put up two brand new designs uh, on our oh, on yeah. our merch store. If you did not know, we have merch. So go check out uh, the whatnots.com slash store and you guys can uh, ch check out all of the charts and new stuff that we have there. The first one that I put up uh, was a, a, an Oding Dang shirt. Let's see if I can show you. Yep. Guys Official yeah. Melissa merchandise. Official Melissa merchandise. This is Melissa's favorite curse word. Uh, you guys can go get that on our store. Uh, we also have a pride shirt. So you guys can can mm -hmm. uh, get a pride shirt if you would like. Uh, and then there's all sorts of stuff. You can put that design on like a mug or a phone case or something like that. Uh, so you guys can go check out all of that stuff. That's the whatnots.com slash store. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sam says at general audience, Melissa is tragically had <laughs> but the uh, but these are terms of endearment. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> she's referred tragically to me as tragically heterosexual, heterosexual yeah. before. Uh, I can't use the oh ding ding emote, but yeah. So on that note, Sam, I I'm huh. I'm having an issue with Twitch. They're, they're kind of pissing me off, and I'm about to put them on blast on Twitter as much as I can because um, they they uh, have been ignoring my emails. Uh, we started a thread for a support thing, and they responded once, didn't 
answer my question and then have just been ignoring me for two weeks. And I've been like, hello, <laughs> anyone there? Like, this is terrible service. Like, all that stuff. So we're, we're Kyle, I'm hoping uh, to figure bit- out something with them. Kyle, today I finally got a response back to a business email I sent over three months ago. And I sent like six reminders. And this is a person within my company who is obligated to respond to me. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. Business. That's showbiz, as as they say, I I think. Uh, But with that, Melissa, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wilkywit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And you can listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. Yeah, there you go. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with me, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. Stay up to date uh, with our podcasts uh, at The Whatnots on Twitter. Go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that stuff. Uh, please go rate and review us on wherever you get your podcast. That would help us out a ton. Please go do that. We need some more ratings and reviews, especially if you have k- kind words to say. Uh, that would be lovely because that helps uh, get our show out in front of more people. Uh, and again, maybe that means more patrons supporters more twitch subscribers Mm. which means more money for us which means bigger and better content for you down the road yeah so help us out that'd be great with that let's get out of here uh that this has been number 132 of the captain's log we will see you all next week bye bye